I started thinking through this podcast some time ago now, and with a question in mind. And that question is, with inspiring teachers like each of you, what does high quality learning and teaching look like at LEHF? And I kept coming back to the idea that for high quality learning and teaching to be realised, teachers need to be able to inspire a passion for learning in their students. This is not a new idea, but it's one that I've kept coming back to as I developed this podcast. The research evidence is clear. Teachers need to continually seek to inspire their students, to demonstrate their passion for a subject, to inspire a love of learning, and show this as a lifelong pursuit by modelling this themselves. If high quality learning and teaching really is to happen in their classrooms. Teachers who constantly strive to improve the knowledge of learners and subject knowledge and continuously reflect on and refine their practice are likely to be able to inspire their students the most. At LHF, we believe that within a high quality learning environment, students are known, stimulated, inspired and challenged and are working towards targets that are shared, understood and achievable. That's quite a lot of keywords in there. So I'd like to focus on what we mean by known, stimulated, inspired and challenged and how I see this being realised at the school. In knowing our students, we understand their starting points, their passions and the areas of challenge for each of our students and we use this to personalise their learning. Students look to teachers for approval and positive reinforcement and our teachers make sure that our students feel their work is recognised and valued. In knowing our students, teachers are also skilled at selecting suitable teaching techniques from a wide repertoire of possible approaches. Each has a good grasp of conceptual progression and knowledge acquisition in their subject area. You are a specialist. And this comes through in the choices you make each lesson. You should be confident to modify delivery of lessons and the choices that you make when setting tasks if you think there's another way that will work best for an individual student. It is my understanding that our teachers use classroom interaction to diagnose the journey that students will most benefit from and which will help them to get to the next level of knowledge and understanding. In each interaction, our teachers know what matters and what does not for an individual learner. And this is supported by the use of empathy as a pedagogical tool. Our teachers are tuned in to our learners and this supports their progression. In stimulating our students, our teachers are able to communicate a sense of their personal joy in learning and discovery and use this to motivate students to do the same. This is achieved by modeling inquisitiveness in their teaching and asking probing, deep and thoughtful questions that provide intellectual challenge. When our teachers are modeling, they do this with infectious enthusiasm And this shows that they enjoy covering the topic too, or whatever level they're teaching it. And they do so with no embarrassment. This allows learners to feel more secure because they know they can do this too. In stimulating our students, teachers have the highest expectations in relation to learner ability to engage with the subject content, correcting misconceptions with rigor, but keeping the learning fun, fostering curiosity and exposing students to the fact that you are all interesting people yourselves interested in learning and in the things in your own lives and those of others. Inspiring our students. Inspiring teachers fire the imagination of students through a combination of intellectual challenge, high expectations and mutual trust between teacher and learner that invites the learner to join the teacher on a journey of discovery. A teacher's ability to fire the imagination 
comes from constantly seeking and expecting high-quality relationships. They do this by modelling open, honest and respectful dialogue, always doing what they say or, if not, explaining why. Through highly effective questioning technique, our teachers can develop a structure where they routinely pass the responsibility for thinking onto their students. This, by extension, promotes higher-order thinking through questioning and activities that are probing, challenging and precisely pitched to take students to the next level. In really challenging our students, challenge and risk-taking are important and a visible element in all of our lessons. Our teachers are learning goal-focused, although not root-specific in terms of how they get there. Learning goals are, however, never simplistic, rather they aim to take students to the next level of understanding. As part of this, teachers consistently display a keen interest in the learning of individual students, with teachers' starting points being what their students already know and had learned before. While it's really important for teachers to have a clear goal for the lesson, it's okay to not entirely know how you're going to get there. Instead, allowing students to build a journey of discovery through interaction with the content. High quality learning is evident here when teachers know where to go at key learning moments, rather than just pressing on regardless. Teachers who are able to really challenge our students are able to adapt their practice moment by moment whilst maintaining a fixed goal. With this in mind, high quality learning takes place when students are continually aware of where they are now in their learning, where they can or need to get to, and most importantly, how best to get there. Students take responsibility for their learning and can work independently or collaboratively. And students evaluate their own work and reflect on the outcomes. As a school, we believe that all students have their own individual way of thinking about and making sense of the world around them. By developing a shared understanding of the learning process, we can enable students to become more effective learners and our teachers to become more effective practitioners. We are aware that much of what is learned is not planned for in the curriculum. It's also the environment we create and the relationships we build that enable high quality learning to take place. As we believe there's no one correct way to learn, we adopt a variety of teaching styles and strategies to best cater for each individual learner. The school provides an education that adopts a holistic approach. The outcome of high quality learning and teaching is visible in our students and their behaviour. Consider now what learner characteristics might be evident if we're getting this right. You might like to pause the recording here. In my mind, we're getting this right if our students are independent, confident learners who take increasing responsibility for their own learning and progress are able to make effective use of technology in their learning and confident working collaboratively with other students and adults. If they feel valued and have a high sense of self-esteem. Our students should be proud of their achievements and accept feedback to support improvement. They'll be willing to learn with parents and staff and most importantly, if we're getting this right, they will become enthusiastic lifelong learners, proactive citizens who make positive contributions to the school and the local and global communities in which they are a part of. The key learning principles to take away from this podcast are that we must ensure the learning environment is supportive and productive, that it promotes independence, interdependence and self-motivation. 
We must ensure that students' needs, backgrounds, perspectives and interests are reflected in the learning programme and that all students are challenged and supported to develop deep levels of thinking and application. Assessment practices are an integral part of learning and teaching and we must ensure that these are used to best effect, drawing on formative and summative approaches, using assessment of and for learning to develop a thorough knowledge of how the learner learns best, their rates of progress, strengths and weaknesses, and all of this will help us to inform the way students are taught and to identify the next learning steps, helping us to properly plan for progression. And finally, for learning to be high quality, it must connect strongly with communities and practice beyond the classroom. It must draw examples from real life that our students are able to connect with based on their own experiences. These are my thoughts on what high quality learning and teaching looks like at LEHF, underpinned by the idea that for this to happen, our teachers must seek to inspire their students at every opportunity. You will certainly have your own and I look forward to hearing them. Questions you might like to consider are what do you believe are the essential character traits, skills, knowledge and attitudes associated with quality learning and teaching? How do you get the very best from your students? And how can we support a culture of high quality learning and teaching at the school as we move forward together? I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast and to the others in recent weeks. If you have an area of interest that you'd like to share a podcast on, please reach out and let's talk this through.